Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn-Awardner, and this ticks a lot of boxes for a special episode. It's a bonus, bonus episode, and it's a cross-pod. Oh my goodness, you've asked. We've been trying to make this happen for a while. Here it is, finally, the Fat Mascara Emma Gunn Show cross-pod. Via international video call, we recorded each other for each other's shows. So <laughs> in this bonus episode, I'm so happy to have been able to sit down with um, Jen Goldstein and Jess Matlin, who are the hosts of Fat Mascara, which is based out of New York. Jen is the beauty and features director of Marie Claire, and Jess is the beauty director of Harper's Bazaar over in the US. We started our podcast around the same time. I think Fat Mascara is about eight weeks older than the Emma Gunn show. And we've been in touch. We are definitely part of a pod fam. And we've been talking about doing this for over a year. And various things have got in the way. Like one time it was because my internet went down so I couldn't do the video call. Plus the time difference. We recorded this episode at just after five o'clock in the afternoon US time. So it was bedtime for me. I did it <laughs> in pyjamas. Well, leisure wear, let's just say. Fancy pyjamas. I tried to look somewhat put together, but it was the end of a long day. And we <laughs> we talk about uh, their careers as magazine editors still, as well as podcasters, the fact that they probably see and are sent probably more product and information about what's going on in the beauty industry than anyone else, really. I mean, as podcasters and as magazine editors, they really are at a cross-section of where all this information meets. So I really wanted to dive into what it's like to process all of that information like how do you filter out the good stuff and also their favorite episodes that they've recorded their favorite guests and the things that they love about the beauty industry the things that they hate the world of social media all of the above it's a it's a mini episode it's uh, about half an hour so I hope that you enjoy this cross pod and I hope it's not long before we record another cross pod face to face whether that's in London or in New York but I do think that uh, this should uh, happen again because I very much enjoyed hanging out with them via, via video phone. I have hung out with Jess in London before very briefly during a very tight window between her trains when she was over here for a visit but it was really good fun so I hope that we get to do this again and I really hope that you enjoyed enjoyed this you have been asking for a fat mascara emigon show cross pod for a long time so I hope that you are pleased to see it pop up 
in the podcast feed. I'm just going to get straight into it. I'm so pleased to say that Jen and Jess from Fat Mascara join me on this episode of The Emma Gunn Show. This is so exciting. It's another cross pod. Fat Mascara is on The Emma Gunn Show. What are the other cross pods you've done? Hello, we're happy to be here. <laughs> but now we're curious. <laughs> so that's Jen Goldstein. It was one half of Fat Mascara. Now, Jess, you've got to say something. Jess Matlin, say hi. Hi. Um, It's so brilliant, guys. This has been a long time coming. This is a transatlantic video call. That's right. Like the secrets of technology, right? (laughs) It's all happening and live too. Well, not live for the listeners, but. No, it it feels pretty intense and live now. Um, Yeah, it's nighttime in the UK. So I'm in leisure wear and you guys are. Um, having a nice afternoon in New York, I'm guessing. It's, it's you know, the end of the day. We, we've left the office. We're in the pod studio. We're in our work wear. <laughs> We're in our office wear. It's very fetching. Now, you a little <laughs> bit like me have, well, not a background in magazines, because you are both very much still at magazines. Jen, you're at Marie Claire. You're the beauty director and features director. Is that right? Yeah, I have like 30 jobs, just like everybody else in media these days. But <laughs> that's that's the basics of it, for sure. And Jess, you're at Harper's, you're the beauty director at Harper's there. And mm-hmm. a little bit like me, you're, you were always going, it feels like just looking at your bio and what I know of you, you were always going to become beauty editors, you guys. It was just always going to be the case. You know, I... I definitely was not somebody who fell into it. I wanted to be in it. Mm. She made a beauty magazine when she was like a little teenager. Like she made her own magazine. Am I right? Yeah. I was like a a doughy little kid. Yeah. Really into beauty. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, I I, I certainly don't think so. (laughs) But you are still very much on magazines. You are um, in a really unique position, I think. I would be really interested to find out from you. Um... You obviously have Fat Mascara as the podcast. You speak to so many incredible guests. But I want to know, kind of, in your position now, you get to edit everything, you see everything. What's the thing in the beauty world that you are most excited about right now? Can I just say first the fact that you said we get to see everything and edit everything? The quantity, Mm. the size of the beauty industry, I almost can't keep up anymore from when I first started doing this. There's just so many Mm. new products, so many influencers, so many new experts, because like the girl next door could be an expert now and you can't dismiss her anymore. Mm. So I'm excited that it's sort of gotten democratized in a way. You know what I mean? Remember, it used to be like there was the three hairstylists you talked to and the three dermatologists. (laughs) But now I love that like... If you have the will and the way, you can be part of the beauty world too. And so that's like my, my what I'm most excited about, the democratization. What about you? Um, I like being able to talk to other people in the beauty world so easily. Like, for example, like the fact that we're talking right now, like you and I probably never would have met five, 10 years ago. Mm. I mean, we wouldn't, yeah, it, like you are, uh, you're, you and I have like very similar kind of careers and interested in similar things, but I would never have met you or even like a doctor that, we wouldn't have access to is now like doing, you know, live streams of a procedure that they could be like, mm, this is like not the best thing, but here's the next best thing. Or, you know, like just the kind of, I guess, access, saying the same, yeah. yeah, the access. Um, but also 
access that Jen and I have to be like, we don't think this is so great, or we do think this is so great. Just it, It's kind of a double-edged sword. The thing that I like the most about beauty right now is also the thing that I dislike the most. So it's it's a good thing and a bad thing. I guess it's what excites me the most. It's why we have a show, we can, so we can kind of hash these things out every week. And that is one thing about your show. So Fat Mascara, the show notes for your podcast every week, they must take as long to put together as the show themselves. Right. I actually was wondering where our intern Tiffany is right now. <laughs> she should be here around now. Um, I just yeah. want to make sure she's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're talking about like the episode recaps, the number of products we get into, yeah. and then the the experts, because yeah, we interview an expert, but then we also talk like little mini magazine articles, sort of. I guess. Yeah. But so many products, and how do you keep abreast of it? Because it is, as you say, it's so easy. You have all these brilliant relationships with people. And actually, I don't know about you, but I want to hear from the person screaming at the back who's self-funded, who's created something really exciting that I wouldn't necessarily have heard about before. But because of social media, I can have a dialogue with. Yes, absolutely. I feel like, you know, what's been surprising this year, some of the conventions have been fun, like just walking the floor of like Indie Beauty Expo and things like that, where you'll meet the tiny people that not tiny people, they're like smaller companies that Mm. might not have a fancy PR firm. But doing that, and then I guess, like you said, going through your Instagram feed, but I'm so drawn by packaging because anybody can make a product these days, but the ones that like sort of rise up to me are the ones that have that curb appeal. Like you're walking by a convention and you see it and you're like, okay, what is that new thing? You know, where it has a great name that just like draws you in. Um, like black chicken remedies. Remember oh, yeah, yeah, black <laughs> chicken like remedies. I don't know. I was like, whatever that is, I want it. A black chicken remedy. <laughs> so yes, it has to look good. Um, wait, sorry. What was your question? We've gone like so... It's, so I guess it's about keeping abreast. But then the other thing I was wanted to move on to actually was um, I've always found with my beauty colleagues, you tend to, we all tend to have our strongest route in one of two camps, which is either skincare or makeup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely switched camps in the last few years, but I would say <laughs> that has something to do with hitting 40s. <laughs> but um, I'm curious as to whether you have a particular affinity with uh, one of those. I've always been a real skincare. I shouldn't say always. I've always loved skincare. I think when I was a teenager, definitely more into makeup because it's, you know, it's a little bit of like, this is who I am, you know, like, (laughs) ah, I'm an artist, you know? (laughs) So now I don't really take that approach because I don't want to be noticed at work or just like around town for having some crazy look. I definitely take extra time at night or in the morning to have those like few moments this sounds like beauty copy cliche but like those moments of sanity and do you, just like do you time do for self-care? myself yes. yeah like definitely I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it <laughs> self-care but I also really appreciate the science behind um skincare um you know my husband is in the industry and he is a scientist that d- creates formulas so you know I have a new appreciation from learning from him and I actually believe, you know, I get really like personally offended when people are like, it's all the same or like, mm, really like hope in a jar. You know what I mean? Like I, some of these products really do work. So I, I really take per, a personal interest in it. Mm. Are you, uh, you talk about the, the whole self care element of skincare. Mm-hmm. And I think we talked about the democratization of, the, of beauty as a whole, but the de- democratization of skincare and skincare ingredients and people understanding the role of actives and layering, et cetera, has really switched things up. So are you somebody who 
wants a result, but primarily you're you're going to look after yourself, and it's 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 about the smells, the textures, and the the time it takes in the ritual. Or do you want high performance skincare that's going to? I definitely want high performance skincare. I think as I get older, you know, if it's I don't I don't want some little rose water cream that's going to make me feel nice. Maybe some days, sure, mm. but I definitely need something that is going to like <clears throat> lift it up. You know. <laughs> Do you know what lesson I've learned too is like patience and I keep preaching it, but like, honestly, you need to try it for 30 days. I don't understand these people that get a product and they're like, Oh, I love this new skincare cream. And you just got it yesterday. Mm. Sure. Maybe you love the application of it. There is no way to tell how well a product's going to work unless you give it 30 days. Even these like one week peels Mm -hmm. or one week turnaround, like Neutrogena has Mm -hmm. a one week claim. Fine. You might start to see results, but I tell everybody like stick with it the whole month because then you really know what works. Yeah. I always say you've got to experience a period of, well, not necessarily got to but experiencing a period of turbulence when you try new skincare is a really good thing as your skin adapts and you kind of especially if it's active and you you start to see and feel the difference like when I started using retinol I I couldn't sleep yeah. that first night I was like oh my god this is so scary oh my god I, I I agree but I also didn't sleep the night I teeth whitened like I did it and at home I put my forehead on a pillow and had a glass beneath my mouth and I just slept like just drooling into the glass because my teeth were so sensitive oh, feeling. but oh, but no. back to retinol sorry no 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 <laughs> I like Are story. you a makeup girl or a skincare girl? I was curious what you're I I would say skincare, but I was surprised Jess didn't say she was a fragrance girl first and foremost. That's because what I thought Jess was going to say. She's a fragrance oh. foundation notable yes, from yes. 20... What year did you win that? Like two or three years ago. Two two years ago. But And I also won an award for editorial excellence too. That's right, you did. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, it's one of the things we bonded over the most, that our shared love of fragrance, yeah. because... Don't you think that the perfume? Don't you think the perfumers are just the dreamiest? Like they're these artists, scientists, like mad creators. And I just, whenever we have one on the podcast or we meet one, we both fall in love. Yeah. Male, female, whoever. Oh my god, they're Project more Willy. They're the most Willy Wonka characters in the industry. By yes, far. and it's, it's a, a combination game. of like science and art. Whereas to me, the skincare is science and color cosmetics can be art, but fragrance is a little bit of both. I feel like you posed the question, skincare or makeup, so I wanted to really play by the rules. <laughs> no, you did, and I appreciate you know, that. It's your show, so <laughs> I'm just a guest. <laughs> no, but I know, well, I know that you are very good at picking out fragrances, which makes me feel even worse about the fact that I took you to Slug and Lettuce at Clapham Junction Station when, <laughs> when we met in... Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what Slug and Lettuce? Oh my God, Slug and Lettuce is like... Oh, Slug and Lettuce? What is Slug that? and Lettuce is like the chicest like like everyone who anyone who is anyone is seen at the slug and lettuce it's, it's got a quiz machine that's got... not a chic name though what no it's a, it's a chain of, of bars and it was we oh. had a very small window and it was just a case <laughs> of we can walk a long way there or we could just drop in here and then and uh chat and so we chose to so yeah sorry about that <laughs> no it, i thought it was so much fun the was, amount i'm not I'm not above a chain. I actually really like chain restaurants. Mm. But the amount of people who, when I shared it on social media, I, Jules Von Hepp came into my DMs and went, you took Jess Matlin where? <laughs> she works at Harper's Bazaar, damn it. No, I actually, you know what's so funny? My friend, um, I actually feel like I want to send this podcast to her because I know she'll laugh, which is she probably forgot about it. But 
when I lived in London, there was a slug and lettuce right by me. And my friend Kate is like this huge foodie. She actually has a blog, like a blog, Instagram blog. Mm-hmm. It's called We Travel, We Eat. Shout out, Kate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's just go for lunch by my place. And I took her there. I was like, I've never been to this place. It looks really cute. <laughs> and we give me the New York equivalent. Is the what like cozy? No, like there is none that I can think of right now. It's oh, okay. kind of like Emma's listeners know. Yeah, there really like it's like it's like worse than you can't even say a Fridays. It's like way worse <gasps> than a Fridays because it's like sorry, sorry Emma. It's like worse than a Friday. Oh no, it's apple. Yeah, after it's, after nine p.m. it can get pretty testy, particularly the one yeah. we went to. Yeah, it's because like, like Fridays is still like family. This is like it could get like. Slosh. Rowdy. But yeah, so right. I think we should right. go back to fat mascara. Yeah. So <laughs> one thing I'm curious about you. So you've just celebrated your third birthday. Congratulations. Yeah. Happy birthday. I have told you this. I told you this when I saw you, but I was plotting. I'm going to start a beauty podcast. I'm going to start a beauty podcast. Yeah. And just as I was starting to record the episodes, you launched and I went, oh, no, I've missed the boat. Obviously yeah, not realising there's room for all of us. Um, of course there is. But it's, it's amazing and you've got so many episodes. So what I wanted to ask you is, is there a person or a brand or an episode of the show, because I know that mm. you cover a lot in all of the, in the episodes, that stands out as a favourite? And if so, why? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I... Just immediately think of Christopher Buckle, who is a riot and a half, and Jared Bailey. Mm-hmm. I said that right, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just they were so hilarious. Um, I, I definitely second Christopher Buckle because in a time where everyone is afraid to say anything, he just gives it to you right between the eyeballs. And I just wish I had more Chris Buckle in my life. <laughs> also, I love the John Dempsey episode because I think it was just like packed with, you know, lots of sage beauty, like wisdom. It wasn't like service. It was just like, let me tell you how it is, kid. Mm. I liked it. And now that the, sh- the show is three years old and it takes a lot of work to, to put together these podcasts and get people on, on the show, etc. Um, how has the, has the show changed a lot? Mine's definitely evolved, which I'm really pleased about. Uh, do you feel that the same has happened with Fat Mascara? Yours has evolved, and we'll talk about that when you have when we have you on our show. Um, do I, feel I that think our we've gotten evolved? yes, absolutely, we've gotten tight. We used to treat each little segment almost like a full news article, and like we had to get all the research done and come up with a thesis, and then explain <laughs> it to the readers perfectly. And then we got more feedback from listeners, and we found that a lot of people just wanted to hang out for like twenty minutes with yeah. us, just like the way yeah. we chat when we were in the back of a taxi or something. It's looser, yeah, it's definitely looser. And, and beauty is always there, but we were like shoving it in your face a little bit in the beginning. And yeah. now it is, comes with a side of friendship, I feel like. Oh, that's oh, sweet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn, you can tell you're the features editor. 
Um, so that part of it has evolved. And then as far as the interviews, I think we've learned which questions, and you know this from doing what you do, will really elicit responses. So we used to have these lists of like 40 questions for every person that came on the podcast and like 20 of them would be like, oh, so now I think we're much tighter. We know how to get people talking. Yes. Mm -hmm. And was was that, um, because you are print background, I definitely was flexing a new muscle when I started putting the interviews that I would have previously had on a dictaphone and then transcribed and edited, it was definitely learning a new skill to just then put that out there. You know, there's no kind of filtration system in the way that I used to have with a magazine and you guys probably have with (laughs) magazines. I'm thinking of like how we do Q and A's in print. And I love how people think like, oh yeah, you just put the transcription down there. I was like, no, you edit out half the questions. You make yourself sound smarter. Then you take out that part. (laughs) What do you think, Jess? I think, you know, sometimes I don't like to go back and listen to the interviews because I don't want to, like, hear myself talk again. I think with certain people, I'm always going to be, like, a little bit more... It depends on the the guests. I don't know. I think it changes every time. Um, It depends on my mood. It depends on the mood that I come in with that day. I don't know. I didn't feel like... I wanted to do the show because I wanted to talk to people. So I didn't feel like someone was making me do this. It was like, oh, God, now I'm going to have to speak. Like, Mm. I actively knew what I was getting into. Um, But it just kind of changes day to day for me. It depends on, like, the energy that I'm bringing in or what else I have on my mind and so on and so forth. Yeah, and sometimes I'll vibe with someone and Jess will vibe with a different person, which is nice to have both of us. Like, remember when Adir Adir Abergel came in? Yeah. And, like, it was a weird morning, and and he just came with... Oh, it was a morning, right? Yeah, but he came with so much love. Like, one of those, like, huggy people that, like... I was like, are you exuding like rainbows right now? But it wasn't like fake and gross. No, he was was just one of those like warm California kind of, I don't know how to describe it, but like he was a lot of love and sunshine, whereas other people be hard and fast and you could tell they're a business person. Mm -hmm. And so we like, we adjust depending. And I think when I'm not feeling it, Jess will be on and vice versa. Yeah. That's what's really nice about being in a duo, actually. Like you can, I think you feel when it's You're all alone, Emma. No, you're not all alone. I'm never alone. No, that sounds really sinister. Um, Let's move on from that because I don't know how to recover. Um, I was going to ask you as well. um, Loads of my friends are beauty directors for the big titles in the UK. Some of them are are your British counterparts. And there's definitely now they're writing. And as you say, there's more stuff to consider now than ever before. But there's also this side of the role that's become almost becoming an influencer in your own right. You also have your podcast, so I'm wondering if you feel that you also have to editorialize your social feeds and how you choose to do that and whether it's something that you kind of, you know what I mean, incorporate. I'm going to get this on tape because you just reminded me this is a cool like thing to co- to, to do. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're making, we're influencing right now as we speak. Yeah. She's, oh, she's yeah. you're creating content. You know, while she <laughs> creates that content, I'll answer for myself. Yeah. And that's. Yes, I do. And I found it to be problematic when I was at a different brand that didn't really mesh with my personality. I loved being, I was a prevention magazine, which was for women like 50s plus that were really health focused. Mm -hmm. I was younger at the time, partially. I am health focused, but not like into vitamins and all that stuff. And I sort of had to take on that persona in writing. But then Instagram came out right as I was at that magazine. I was like, I can't show them who I am. I like have tattoos all over. I, you know, I... I like do very unhealthy things on the weekends. Like 
So I feel like it helps when you're at a brand or a media publication that meshes with your personality anyway. Mm -hmm. And now that I've been at Mary Claire, it's been easier for me to sort of like build my own brand because it's very similar to Mary Claire's reader. You know, she's global, world traveling, that kind of thing. Um, So I'm trying to make content, guys. I'm answering a question here. That's the other (laughs) thing. I think that kind of speaks to my perspective on the whole thing. Do tell. I find that when I'm trying to be like you know a social media presence and do she's my putting job air quotes and, on that <laughs> um, and do fat mascara and do my job and like be an adoring you know wife friend sister cat mom. Cat I was about mom, to say do- cat mother Jen cat mom, <laughs> yeah. all of these things I can't be fully present mm. and I feel like for me it's not like always the most natural like I'm amazed at some editors who have been able to like pose on a couch and like a mini skirt and like a sombrero and uh you know everything and they're like just chilling <laughs> That's out a gross the outfit. outfit. You know, a mini like, skirt and make it look like hot. I can't do that. Mm. But it's working for some people. Yeah. It's just I it doesn't feel in my DNA to do that. And like it's the first rule of social media like be authentic. So like I'm doing what feels authentic to me mm-hmm. and I can't authentically do that. So this is what I'm doing. This is what you're getting people. Yeah. So like, I don't know, but I'm amazed. I'm amazed. There's I'm no every- tart collaboration coming up right anytime. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed every day by how many, um, how many people like, Oh, you saw that? Yeah. Please. Oh, well. That was not great. <laughs> Someone's um, <laughs> no, please don't take pictures. <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed by editors who have been able to do both, mm-hmm. like you know, to a to a big degree. Yeah, I think it's really impressive, but I do think it just means that every everyone in beauty is now doing lots and lots of different things, and so I sort of have to we have to celebrate everybody because it's a it's a lot of work. Instagram posts can take ages to... Well, that's a thing. Can I just say, what is being sacrificed? Because when I just did this, my, my little janky video, mm-hmm. I didn't hear a word of what you or Jen were saying. Because you were busy filming. I didn't hear a word. So I do wonder what is being sacrificed by that. Yeah. I'll just leave that right there. When Zanna Roberts came on my show, she talked about um, her head has to be where her body is. Or she said it better than I just repeated it. But essentially, you can't be on your phone if you're trying to be in the room with the people that you love because your head is not in the same space. No, it's not. And I have to... You ha- That stuff takes a lot of time. Mm. Maybe to, who did we interview? Or we talked to someone. Jen Atkin. Jen Atkin. Oh. Who is like, you know, supreme genius businesswoman, but it comes seamlessly to her. She's able to hold on to a conversation with you, seem like definitely be paying attention because she has good things to say, and yet snapping away the whole time and typing up cute little ditties. We were with her for like 40 minutes. That woman has so much bandwidth. I don't have that much bandwidth. She also has like a huge team. You you know what? That's it. We all need personal assistance and an entire staff. I think that would help. But she also spends a lot of time with like the queens of content creation, as in the Kardashians. So I guess like. 
You learn from the best, sure. But just from being around some of these women that I went on that influencer trip, oh they travel with people who are doing it for them. That's why it looks so seamless. Like mm. if, if Jess traveled around with me everywhere and made witty commentary on everything I was doing and posted it with like yeah. little polls and stuff. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. Jess. <laughs> Can you? Oh, please. <laughs> Only please. one of us needs to shine yeah. here. <laughs> um, no, but it helps to have like assistance. Oh, obviously. Um, but... That ain't the reality when you're working an editorial. <laughs> so, so what I'm going to ask you finally is, everyone always asks what people's favorite beauty products are. And I always think it's trial and error and it's whatever suits you. So I'm going to flip it and I'm going to say, are there any products that you really don't like? You don't have to mention brands. I I'm- like Emma. I like how you think. <laughs> <laughs> And I will ease okay. us in because I will make you feel a whole lot more comfortable about this. I'm not a big fan of a bath bomb. Oh, yeah. I literally just did a run through today with my assistant and she had these like glittery bath bombs. She's like, they go with the like celestial theme. I, it was shedding turquoise sparkles everywhere on the mm-hmm. table. Uh, I don't want to like sit in that. I don't want glitter in my vagina. I don't want to smell like a coconut berry. I'm with you, Emma. I don't want a bath bomb. I'm going to say it. I said it. Okay, no bath bomb. Okay. What else do I not? Am I not into more from you? Yeah. No. I. I. There's probably a million other things. The sheet mask. We we did this whole thing on like the sheet masks for not your face. Like the sheet masks are bad enough on your face. <laughs> like if you get a good serum, I feel like you're good to go. Sheet mask for your boobs, for your butt. That lovely woman with her butt sheet mask. She's so nice. But like, I I don't need a butt sheet mask. Mm. Nobody sees my butt. It's fine. Ask me. What do you say, Jess? Um, I don't want to hear about how CBD changed your life. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Um, I know that it works for a lot of people. Um, I did actually have a great CBD massage the other day. I do think that some things probably do work. Are you talking I, about oral CBD or topical CBD? Um, topical. Okay. Like, you know what? I don't know. The whole, the whole crazy thing. The whole crazy thing, I'm sure that a lot of it works. You know, we've had someone here who, you know, seems very well versed in it. I know that there are studies that, you know, prove very positive, indicate very positive findings. But what I'm speaking to is the broader trend of like the CBD mascara, the CBD (laughs) shampoo. The hype. The hype. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not bashing the category. I'm bashing the hype. The weed washing. Remember we heard that term? Yeah, we just throw in some hemp oil and and then all of a sudden you're, you know, trendy. I know. Body Shop has had a hemp collection for well over a decade. Oh, and you were children. Yeah. I I get emails every day. CBD oil expert. I mean, who knew there were all these CBD experts waiting in the wings for this thing to become a trend? It's, it's, It's very insulting. It's very irritating. And I don't like it. Um, the other thing that really just is not flattering to like 90% of the people I've ever seen wear it is a liquid lipstick. Ooh. Like a matte, a liquid. matte liquid lipstick. A scandalo. Yes. What do they look like, Jess, when you put that on your Oof. lips? It looks like, <laughs> looks like my cat's butt. <laughs> Especially in the beige tones. Yes. <laughs> the nude like liquid matte lipstick. It looks beautiful in a photo shoot, in a fashion shoot, in an airbrushed like Kardashian photo. But it doesn't look nice at 3 p.m. when you're dehydrated and yeah. pissed off behind your desk. <laughs> right? <laughs> Agree. I mean, my, my personal opinion is it looks great on lips that have been filled. 
Mm. Oh, yeah, because they don't have all the cracks and crevices. Yeah. Like, Or maybe in. that's where I went wrong. Yeah, I have filler, like, everywhere on my face except my lips. So I wouldn't know if it looked good yeah, there. I but. have these old these old gals. <laughs> Did you just call your lips these old gals? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> these we old gals. That. Is that and good? Is that a good? <laughs> that's a, that's a great note upon which to end. Thank you so much for being on the Emma Gunn Show. How amazing to do a cross pod with Fat Mascara. This is fun. So much fun. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you Until next right. time. Thank you so much for listening. Now, before you go, I am going to ask you a question. Fat Mascara came on the podcast because it's something that you had requested. You asked me to do a cross pod with Fat Mascara. If you want to hear any other cross pods, if you want me to collaborate with any other favorite of your favorite podcasters, email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or slide into my DMs on social media where I am at Emma Guns, that's on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you want to ask me and also the group, uh, the Facebook group, what we think about potential cross pods, join that Facebook group via the link in the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this show. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you on the next one. <laughs>